You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs. Jerry, this is Jerry. This is me. Say Rika. Oh, do I gotta say me? That's smooth I'm sorry. And I'm smooth. Jerry, Jerry, this is Jerry. <laughs> I'm Gavi. Why don't you do something? And welcome to the Board Game Snobs. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. As something that's not it. cliche. Oh, oh, we oh, like oh cliche. something smooth like Jerry. Jerry, this this is Jerry. That's natural. (laughs) A little too natural. It's natural, and people like honesty. They don't like this fakeness. (laughs) Fake. Fake. Welcome to episode 275, I believe Mm. this one will be. We're going to hit 300. Uh, 25 25, episodes. See, I already knew that was coming. In 25 weeks. Approximately. If we don't miss an episode between now and then. Which we probably will. Why? Guys, we just do sometimes. We have an off season. 25 weeks is half a year. Enrique, are you there? Oh, my. More or less. Why am I here? I don't know why you're here. So that's going to be like when I'm in the middle of May. About May, right? Maybe. October, November, (laughs) December, January, February. No, sometime in March, I think we'll hit this. This is riveting. As if we don't miss an episode. But between now and then, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're going to be at BGG. I will not be at BGG. You're going to be at BGG. I may be at BGG briefly. Briefly Briefly at BGG. You'll be BGG. BGG BGG always uh, is on the anniversary of G&G. That's Gabby and Gina. Well, you you can always go what Jerry suggested and just ditch it and come with us. Yeah, who cares? You you can celebrate your anniversary any day. Why are you taking off multiple days to celebrate your anniversary? And not well, going what anywhere? happened was here's what happened was they actually had planned a surprise thing for us. Who did? But it got blowed up because we didn't have the days available that they thought there were. Who who planned this? Friends, They've, dear friends. We've already done this for your twentieth anniversary. Uh, every five years, apparently. We've, no, nobody. Why are they doing this? This is weird. I don't know. They didn't invite you? I didn't know nothing about it. Well, well I guess that puts Who invited you? <laughs> Who went, what thing? What thing? I, we're supposed to go to a cabin and have a nice weekend. Oh, thank God, because I'd there be a BGG. Go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so invite you wouldn't invite it anyway. Your last one, your that's 20th, the, that's ruined the my week, weekend. That's the, that's the weekend <laughs> before BGG. Mm-hmm. But I'm on. But our anniversary is Tuesday the fourteenth. Okay. So I'm so why off, can't you go to BGG? Because I'm taking off work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Why? 
You're celebrating yeah. your anniversary that weekend. Then why are you taking off three days after? Because I have holidays. I like to take off work. Well, then why don't you take them off for BGG? Because I'm taking them off to be with my wife on our anniversary. Is she taking off? You know how many times I've been at BGG on my anniversary? Many, many times. Yeah, so why does it matter now? Because this is a pick when you go on the the 25s. Every five years is something. (sighs) On your 20th. Fives, 10s, 15s, 20s. Those count. Don't come to me with one and two and three. Or even nine. Don't come to me with your nine-year anniversary. Nine. You got a nine. nice round ten or an odd prime five. I am anniversary prime. I thought when you said ten, I thought nine was the ten, like, you know how they do the medals. Like in 25 diamond. Uh, No, diamond's 50. Is it? Mm-hmm. Now, what's 25? Aluminum? <laughs> Probably. Aluminium, as the British say. I know 25 or 30 silver, because oh. I remember my parents celebrating that one. That's awful. It's cheap. But anyway, so you're not going to be at BGG. Well, you convinced me to come up Saturday, That'd Friday be nice. night. That so would be nice. Be and me and Enrique shall be there. Hopefully, Bubba will show. If you want to come see me, I'll be holed up in the hotel room, because I won't have a badge. You won't have a badge. Unless somebody We're going to have to sneak in it. We're going to have to sneak you in. That's the only thing that people respect is a badge and a gun. So, Ryan Maxwell, you need, to hit, you need to hit me up. Send me an email or DM me so we can do our annual bowling with the snobs like we did. And if you're going to be at BGG 2023 and would like to go bowling with us the Wednesday, the beginning the first day, that's when we generally do it. We show up, we check in, we go bowling. Yeah, so yeah, send us an email, boardgamesomegmail.com if you come in the board game. Please do geek. spend send us an email because we've been a little uh we need more emails. We're a little light on the fan interaction, mainly because we've been kinda we've been kinda helter skelter here lately, haven't we? Well, we do good at putting out regularly, but putting out putting out podcasts regularly. We, yeah. We do <laughs> just edit point. Very smooth. Very smooth. Yeah, say edit point out loud. Don't edit that out. Don't edit that out. See, you never, you're like, oh, that's real smooth. You edit out all your junk. And then you're like, oh, oh edit point, edit point. We put out podcasts. You have an edit basis. point complex. <laughs> Get it? Oedipus complex, edit point complex. That's for all my Freudians out there. Uh, but we did what receive one email. Uno. From Christopher of. Doran Phoenix fame on uh, the uh, Discord. This is your uh, Discord pal, Doran Phoenix. No, not Doran Doran. This is in regards to Rush Hour 1 or 2. He said Rush Hour 2 is better. The comedy slash humor simply hits harder than Rush Hour 1. However, he put in capital letters, he yelled that at you. However, one could argue that several of the jokes are funnier if you've seen the first movie. Callbacks. That's what that is in showbiz terms. I would still choose to watch the second film if given the chance. The scene where Chris Tucker poorly speaks Chinese in the gangster hangout is hilarious. Rush Hour has the best line of the series, though. Wipe yourself off, man. You're dead. You dead. I, I did a poor reading of that. But I'm not going to try to imitate Chris Tucker either. Rush Hour, Rush Hour had uh, come out August 2001. Was the highest financially successful of the Rush Hour series. Made $347 million worldwide. Steph, why? 
So that's how you're measuring metrics now? Oh, no. You always say that. So I'm always <laughs> no, like, I'm just yeah. double checking. I'm just double checking. No, you're always like, oh, and so I always do. Your rush numbers. Hour 1 was more financially successful than 2? Rush Hour 2 was. Oh. Okay. That's a, I was about to say. It seems odd. Christopher says, thank you for my favorite entertainment. We are his favorite entertainment. I find that hard to believe. He's being surely he's got something else that's entertains I mean, him. I'll turn on your television set and stream something. But you know what? I don't have a favorite entertainment right now. Mm. I don't listen to podcasts anymore, and it's really got me down. I'm a hundred hours in on Starfield. I don't have. A you favorite. are into Starfield. Tremendous. When Jerry said, I had a discussion with Jerry on text because via text, via text via text. And we were talking about Starfield, and I said I downloaded because it's on Xbox Game Pass for free. Although technically it's not free because you pay what fifteen dollars a month for Xbox Game Pass. I'm three hours in. You're one and a half hours. Hours in. It feels like three. (laughs) It's enjoyable. I like answering the questions with multiple choice. It's not questions. That's what this game is, right? Yeah. I like those multiple choice questions. So far, you've got them all right. The game keeps letting you go. And uh, it's interesting. Then Jerry texts me and he's like, yeah, I'm a little obsessed. Don't judge me. And he shows me his time on it is over three days. And that's not like I've been on it for three days. Like, you know, I played it this day, this day. That means you've collected at least 72 hours worth of play time, right? Yeah, I'm almost close to 100 now. <sighs> Which- when have you been playing it? I just after work, during yeah, work, just, or are you taking days off work? I'm just doing it. <laughs> you make it happen. It doesn't. It, I think this is because I'm not. I'm. I don't. Certain types of entertainment. Since we're discussing entertainment, thank you, Christopher. I don't really get into, but I tend to at times will indulge in something to an extreme for a period of time. A rock on mic like a vandal. So like this is just one of those times, and that's it. And then I'll be bored of it, and I'll stop. This is how I do. It's what I do. Do you get bored of it and stop, or do you complete it and stop? I know I'll complete it, but then keep going. I'll just start over. So it's really until I get bored. I remember when what's the Skyrim came out, two thousand eleven, and I remember it being a big deal because they're like, it basically has this like, I don't understand it, y'all will because I'm not into this type of gaming. But they're like, it has like these. Constantly, it's constantly like self-producing uh, quest. Yeah, quests. yeah. And it wasn't that great, but yeah, it just it sends you on fetch quests at random. Is that like an AI thing? No, it was just that it just would say, it "Hey, generates quests." It just would generate something. So it, you can play the game forever, technically. Well, it will there technically- were side quests. Man, like you completed the main stuff, right? But, but none, could- none of the self-generated quests were any fun. Because they would just go pick this thing up, go to all these, oh. grab this, come back. That's all it was. So Starfield has the same thing. No. No? No. Oh, okay. I thought pretty much like since Skyrim, the probably all games did that. No. Because it was weird. Really? It's not it's not handcrafted. You're 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 basically letting something which the is computers been, creating those, correct? Correct. Yes. What do you think they're well, no, who do you think's creating? Well, I didn't them? know like it's not programmed by the programmers. They're like put it into the computer to like just kind of AI quest well, this thing. Even AI is programmed. Correct, but not somebody personally designed it. That's a discussion about the art. Big deal. Terraforming Mars, a dice game. Because you hear about that? A-R-I-I-R. <laughs> A-I-R. 
We'll discuss that momentarily because I have no thoughts on it personally. Oh, well, like you know my thoughts on it. I've been ranting and raving about how like Mid Journey, I use Mid Journey, which is one of the AI programs where you can just produce various pieces of art. You tell it what you want. You give it the parameters and it will produce something. And I mean, it's interesting. But I also think that just like in this regards is that it can only produce something that's it's not on, it's not original. Right. So so it's just something. But I digress. I think that people will always fall back onto artwork made by actual people because it will be original. And plus, people want to support artists. AI art seems inevitable. Everybody's using it. Lots of programmers are using it. If you look at lots of uh, board gamers and their art and their JPEGs and all this, like the stuff they use seems to be AI derived. What? So then it's like, well, is this the artist programming it and telling it what to do? Does that count? Or is the, no. I don't understand. Okay, so Mid Journey is just a Discord little program that you have. And you can say, Gobby, and then space, board game snobs podcast, space, driving a truck, space, and then like black and white space. And so this AI will then go, okay, Gobby. Then look up the Board Game Stops podcast. Then look at the Instagram, and it will find something that tags you. So it's like it's got your image somewhere. Or your IP address is giving it the idea to check your Facebook page. So it finds an image of you, and then within just a few seconds, it produces a picture that's black and white of you driving a truck. And it can be very eerily your your picture, because it's stealing from the internet. It's stealing from everything. So that's how that's a lot of it. Just this a rundown version of it, but that's simply how that kind of works. Is that it, it's a it's a program that can find various pictures and things, and it's got the internet at its fingertips, and then quickly just produces art. So it would. So here's here's my question: If you're designing a game and you want to do artwork, and you decide to use this program, and you're telling this program what you want, and it's spitting it out, and you can use that artwork however you want. And so you proceed to go ahead and make a board game with artwork that you've described to this AI, and it spit out. Is that wrong? Are you robbing an artist? And so simply, there will be a time when computers will be able to look at and read the rule books of every Reiner Knizia game out there, all 300 of them, and be able to say, okay, I want you to produce this mechanic and this mechanic and this mechanic, and the game will just shuffle mechanics around and produce a thing that is probably playable and say, okay, here's this amalgamation of rules and algorithms, because that's what all board games, that's really what any computer game is. It's just algorithms and things that say, here, here's this thing, it shall work for you. And it might be a hit, it might not. So is that wrong? That's the question. Well, I think of like the difference between old school hand-drawn Disney and then Pixar stuff. A lot of that is, I mean, some of it they design on the computer and they have artists that do that. But then, you know, they're like letting the computer handle do a lot of heavy lifting. No, they're not. That's not AI art. That's actually hand-drawn just using digital art. Like Toy Story was the first digital artwork, but somebody still has to make that. It's not drawn with right. a pencil, but it is drawn. But I, I'm just talking about like the evolution of the product. Oh yeah, well I mean yeah, but it's not. You're that's just a different so, what, medium. That's just a different medium to be used. Right. So as technology progresses, if any of us had skill, some of us may have. I could hop on a computer, create a cartoon to like walk and say hello. As people, as we play board games and technology gets involved. 
like you're saying, you don't necessarily have something that's Ian O'Toole drawn. Right, right. But maybe Ian O'Toole puts it into his computer and says, make this for me. Okay. So then, is that acceptable? Which is what you're asking. Not necessarily, because I would say that nothing could make... And I use Ian O'Toole because he's like, I, I would say he's probably on the top of the heap, right? Him, Piero, Beth Sobel. I mean, yeah, he's up there. Um, I would say that that would be different. So what you're saying is, is that utilizing my utilizing AI art is okay if it's used by the artist in that regards. I'm not saying. I, I don't know. I'm just presenting that. You're presenting that idea. So it, it would be kind of like I, I have this. I'm using AI as a tool. Ian, oh, to make this 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 product. Whereas I would argue that people don't want a AI generated artwork, no matter who's pushing the buttons, they want something that's original from the mind of Ian O'Toole, in the hand, in the hand of yeah, something that he has done to produce that, and I think that that adds a certain level of authenticity. Yeah, which authenticity in itself is boy that's a that's another that's another discussion but i i get the point where everybody's upset about terraforming mars because basically what it boils down to is that you're using you're cutting out another employee you're cutting out another element of board gaming you're saying there are no artists being done here we can just use clip art or what we what we want and produce our own art and so thus we're now eliminating artists from the board gaming milieu as they would say Flavian. and so thus now you have less people involved in, and that's more profit, and it takes away an element of the of the process. Again, I haven't been keeping up super since I stopped driving, listening to podcasts where I got all my news from. This was a similar area with the, the writers that are on strike in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, they're wanting to make sure that they basically don't lose their jobs to AI writing. Right. 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 Correct. Correct. Affirmative. And that could that is a possibility that you would have. And so, for instance, I've often joked about how every police, how one of the easiest shows to make is a cop show. <laughs> yeah. Because every episode's already been written. Mm-hmm. You can literally just have a database of 500 it's episodes. An and say, this is this and this and this and this and this. I literally, one of my favorite episodes of any police show of all. All times, and I have to repeat this because it was such an amazing episode because it was so stupid. But the guy that had the little hand in the scary movie show, the butler guy, you remember that? Where the guy, you remember it was, it was a scary movie that the, the little butler dude, the weird looking blonde guy that looks like Andy Dick, but he's not, he's like equate brand Andy Dick. They had the little hand, he was the butler, and he's always touching stuff with that little hand. Do you remember that? I've, it's been a long time since I've seen okay. scary movies. He plays a serial killer in this episode of uh, uh, this cop movie, of the cop series that I don't even remember. It's like Third Shift or something like that. Okay. He, so first off, a comedian playing a serial killer, you've hooked me. You have hooked Hooked me immediately. Okay. Robin Williams doing something like that, you hooked me. So this guy's playing a serial killer, and he has captured somebody. And he shows up at the uh, the police station, because you know the trope that all serial killers want to be caught. He shows up and is like, this person is going to die at midnight, blah, 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 blah. And so they put him in interrogation. Of course, he plays games with the police. And so what they do is when... 
at the end, midnight rolls around. It's past midnight, and the detective walks in and is like, oh, you know, it's it's after midnight. And he, they couldn't figure out all of his clues. And so he tells them where to go to find the body, and the cop runs out. And as he's running out the door, the, the, he realizes that the cop is taking off very quickly, and he asks, as the door swings open, he asks the guard that's outside the door, hey, what time is it? And the guy says, it's 11.30. They were purposely... S- advancing the clock every time they walked in and telling him the wrong time. That was the whole stick of it. Mm -hmm. So every time they'd go in and interrogate him, they weren't trying to solve his clues. They were just trying to push time forward so that he would eventually tell. Anyways, such a horribly written episode. (laughs) But it was done in such a way that you really did hook you when it finally got that little twist. Anyways, long story short, every single cop show is from a database of episodes. There's nothing original. From Blue Bloods no, no, no. to the Rookie, they're all the same. They're all the same. So they just have a little different. There you go. So me and Charday and my wife have started watching The Mentalist with Patrick Jane. Have you ever seen Psych? One of Bubba's favorite shows. I don't watch Psych simply because I have too many people who have got that little goofy pineapple thing and they think okay. Psych's so wonderful. I did not understand. The mentalist, the psych is the, Psych and the Mentalist are the same show. But the psych, the mental, the Psych is them faking being. But he uses the same techniques the Mentalist does. He just goes from mm. all ripoffs of Sherlock. Right. Just observing somebody. Which Sherlock took cocaine. <laughs> and, and, anyway. So, Sharday had this discussion, because Char- she's like, I hate crime procedural shows. Right. Law and order, it, it, name it, like you just did. Hill Street Blues, NYPD, whatever. Yeah, no, NYPD Blues. Uh, the Ring, uh, not The Ring. The Wire. <laughs> the Wire. Don't no, you- The Shield. The Wire. Now, listen, you're getting, you're touching, you're, you're, you're treading on thin ice, but so, you don't know what, what you're talking about. what I'm saying is. Walter Goggins. Uh, well, and see what they did was. And Michael with the, with the, There was the, here's the thing, and we're getting way off topic, but here's the thing. So, you had your crime procedurals for like, this is how law and order takes place. The cops go after them, then they're, you know, caught, then they try them, you know, try them in court. But then you had your shows throughout the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s that were like, the cops are the good guys or chasing down the bad guys. Okay, we caught them. Maybe on a certain sad episode, they got away. Or an even sadder episode, one of our team members have died. Because their contract's out and they don't, they want too much money, so they just write them out, right? Like the guy on CSI, yeah, smoking weed. Yes, he got shot. <laughs> yes, because he was smoking weed. <laughs> Do you remember the days when was that CSI Miami? No, the original CSI, the original, the original, the they, Spanish guy. No, the black dude with the cool hair, the coolest guy on the show. Okay, I did got not watch, shot. I never watched OG CSI. Oh, OG was the I best. I was on CSI Miami with H. Yes, when Street exactly. got killed, Street oh, got yes. killed, the yes. worst shootout yes. ever. <laughs> that was it. First off, why do you have crime scene investigators going around raiding places? That's not true. <laughs> okay, they don't so, raid anything. Anyway, so the, you had that level of basically it was like cops are the good guys. And you could just see the way the society is going because it's like then you get into the wire and the shield where cops are dirty, but they're being dirty to get the job done. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. It's a whole different mentality shift. Right. NYPD Blue kind of even went that way. It may have been a trendsetter with that. It was. H was in there. 
Was he? He was in NYPD Blue. That's right. That's right. He was like the first. And Dennis season. Franz showed his buttocks for the first time on uh, public television. And Dennis Franz was the man. <laughs> his gl- alive? His gluteal maximus. <laughs> Wait on a second. Don't be knocking Dennis Franz. I'm, I'm gonna look him up. I'm not sure he's alive still. No, no, he's not an RIP. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm just talking about the 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 shift in Dennis Franz buttocks is what I'm. <laughs> Go ahead. I think the appearance of his buttocks was like a first on primetime television. Enrique, thank you for... That's Dennis Farida. <laughs> that's not the same man, Enrique. He's, he's not familiar this with This is him. Dennis Franz. Yeah, the mustache. He's kind of like a, a cross between... Uh, he, he's kind of got that... Uh, uh, David Caruso got a little too big for his britches, left him in YPD Blue, bombed out in the movies Jade or whatever he made, and then went found his way back into CS Miami. Has not been sin- seen since. Yeah! Like Why that. are we talking about this? Oh, because AI procedurals are all the same. So, Shardai, we started watching The Mentalist. Gina watches documentaries about these crime stories all the time. And, you know, lots of times their stories are indeed, real life is stranger than fiction many times. So she was like, why why do I like this, but I don't like Gina's documentaries? I said, because you have characters in these shows. You have your archetypes, you have your side characters, and then you have your main characters that have all sorts of nuance to them. They have this and this and ability. And like him, he's got this dark past where his family was murdered, but yet he can look at you and read you like Sherlock. He's just a very interesting, good character. He's still alive. Really? Yeah, he's still alive. Good job. Good job, Dennis. I'm happy. What's David Caruso up to? That's what I need to tell. I'm looking him up He's been out since CSI Miami. David Caruso's not looking good. He's not? No, he's not looking good. Oh, he's he's a little bit older. He's 67. 67. Really? Well, he never looked great to me. Nah. He he was super pale. Well, are you going to go the ginger route? No. Okay, I'm just I saying. just said super pale. Okay, but you're 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 like we have ginger listeners. I'm just saying. I mean, gingers listen to us. I don't okay. know if they like. Is ginger a term we, that is acceptable to use? If you're a ginger, please send us a board game snob gmail dot com. Maybe don't. If I think if, it's been a thing in the past, it's not. I'm I, I'm not ginger. I'm not redheaded. I don't know. Should I say that? I don't know. Probably not in today's standard. What can we say? I'm, Who's to know? I'm just saying it. If you're a ginger, the book and you of do's and do nots is constantly expanding and decreasing. Well, if you don't like being called a ginger, email us. And if you don't mind it, email us. I'm if, a Marianne. If you have a soul, <laughs> email. Because that was a joke I used to always tell about gingers not having a soul. <laughs> and I, used to, I stopped telling it because I was told it was inappropriate. Now that uh, that well, might be. Had some Karens call in on you? No, not Karens. Oh, can we say Please, that? No, because we have we Karens listening to. That's Karens. If you're what's, a Karen, what's, what's, email us. Does that offend you? What's Geoffrey's Don't be such a fraud. What's Geoffrey's Caitlin. Oh, it's not. She's not a Karen. Her name is Caitlin. Either yeah. way, so my point being, since you get off the topic about cop shows, I feel like that the artwork on Terraforming Mars thing. I can understand why people are upset about it because it is basically undercutting artists. And I, for the most part, like to play games where the artwork is something that I appreciate. And I want to support a person and not a computer in that regard. I think that's the stance to take since they're like boycotting stuff. Well, I'm not going to boycott Terraform Mars. Well, let me let me back no that up. No pun included. Said they're not reviewing nothing AI generated. 
Really? Yes. Oh, well, we're not taking that stance. Okay. Well, let me rephrase that. Rephrase it. Reflavian. in that. Let me rephrase. When it came specifically to this Terraforming Mars Dice game, AI art, they're like, if you produce AI art in your games, we will categoric- cat- categorically. I'm putting L's in everything. It's okay. We love it. Because I'm used to taking L's in real life. You, you know are. What I'm you're nothing but a big L. Remember when <laughs> putting that thumb L. up I'm a with your finger oh, and your thumb? Yeah, he's dead. All right, <laughs> we already did an episode where I said he died. Oh, no. Okay. So sad. Anyway. Smash mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the British put make THF? I don't know. Smash mouth. Mouth? I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Why do you do that, Dan? Ask Dan. I'm Dan Hughes. All right. I need to calm down. I'm like getting super sidetracked. Lots of discussions. I'm having a good time. That's why I'm trying to. Despite my outrage of burst. Burst of outrage keeping you on track. So what's your point? You've said so much here in the past five (laughs) seconds. I don't even remember where we're at. Okay. It's like you said THLF. Listen, the thing is, is that what No Plun Included is doing, which I don't care what they do. But I, 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 if we're going to well, review Everybody's some, on board, though. Should, basically, people are like going to... They're calling for like, we we're going to boycott this We should thing. jump on the bandwagon then. That's what all the cool The bandwagon of righteousness. <laughs> I'm on. How dare you? Why? Why? <laughs> Why would they ever? <laughs> Why would you? Uh, no, I mean, like, I, I don't... I understand. We're not big enough to have to jump on a bandwagon. No, nobody cares what we think, except our dear listeners. Some people do. Some people do. But I don't like AI art. But you know what I find saddening is even in previous podcasts, like up until today, we we bring about these topics that I think are really good, and we get little feedback on them these days. It's like, are are our listeners just so used to us bringing up banging topics? They're like, yeah, just another good one. They don't disagree with us. They don't disagree. When you don't send us an email, I assume you agree with I, us. Yeah, I I need more emails, uh, specifically emails. Emails. E- <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. You, you emphasize that. <laughs> the electronic. Yeah. You can send a physical copy, I guess, if you know where I'm Write at. Write us a letter. What's your letter. address? <laughs> hey! Hey! Don't dox me. There you go. I got to take that out. You got a P.O. box. They don't know Edit where you point. Live. Oh, please. Keep going. Dan was trying to find out where I lived earlier. I wouldn't tell him. If Dan shows up at your house, that would be weird. I would be happy. No, he's a large man. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. If you fought Not as him, big as me. No, I don't know if you could take him. He might him. be taller. I don't know if you could take him in a fight. I could take Dan. You you've never me? fought. You've never fought. You've never, you've never been in a physical altercation. I've wrestled. What? Gobby. You know I had a brother growing up, right? Oh, Gobby. no. Gobby. I'm talking Wait, like... No. Oh, 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 what have oh. you done? Oh. What have you done? Uh, I know uh, oh, has Tina been. been getting on your nerves? What have you done to her? Tina's his hamster. You're a third... <laughs> 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 I know this is alpaca. <laughs> it's your dinner, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I what were you about? That's something that I was listening to as I edit previous podcasts. I'm like, Enrique starts chiming in on topics he has no comprehension He's of. here throwing shade at you. I know. Go ahead and tell me about wrestling your brothers. You have none. I have none, but. You have a bunch of sisters. Have you wrestled? You've never wrestled. Have you wrestled? Yeah, with my sister, yeah. <laughs> I, I, no? I, I, I'm not. Uh, with Sierra? The defense rests. 
With Sierra? Yes. But that's still not a physical altercation, though. Okay. Okay. So neither of you have been in physical altercation. I choose love. What does that mean? Over violence. No, but that doesn't mean... What if Dan shows up? He's choosing blood. He could punch me in the face. I'm not going to strike him back. You would not fight Dan Hughes. I'm not striking anyone you in the face. You would not fight Dan... You would not... I might tackle them to the ground. I, I uh. would fight Dan Hughes today for no reason, just simply for the fact that he wanted to fight. If you want to fight, I'll fight. But what for are you no going to fight? Reason. Are you talking about punching someone in the face? Yes. Yes. Enrique, calm down. You I'm ain't just no, Enrique, have that passion. No, Be you. You're not going to do nothing. Yeah, you will. Enrique's no, got not. my back. No, if we roll up at Burger King and people are saying, no, you he's got, not. You, you, hey, you're ride or die, aren't you? I'll do it. Oh, yeah. sure. Word, words yeah. are cheap. Hey, words are cheap, but I know I got you. You got my back. He ain't nothing. Actually, don't you have. Didn't you? Weren't, uh, don't you have. Didn't you? Yeah, I do. You? I am. Didn't your father teach you how to box? Yeah, I used to box. Yeah. Do you still have boxing gloves? I still have boxing gloves. But what's the point? You're not ever going to fight anybody. Cause you never you know. Shouldn't. You never know. Yes, you would have self-defense. Why would you fight someone? Self-defense. Actually, I would probably fight Jerry just to fight Jerry. There, now that, all right. You know what? Now I have your back, Enrique. BGG 2023. <laughs> the gloves are coming on. Coming on. <laughs> well, I'll bring my boxing gloves. We'll meet down there. And after the, the, the battling talks. But y'all tops, can only fight like Notre Dame Irishman style. That's how I fight. <laughs> I'm Irish. I'm 75 percent Irish. I might still have my gloves. At Your home. little tiny glove hands. Yeah, like it, they're they're little baby hands. I put those on my padded. cat the other day. Keep his paws warm. <laughs> I find that appalling. I don't know if those because I don't know if an MMA. But they were perfect. <laughs> get out of me, y'all. A boxing glove and an MMA glove is an is MMA different. glove. Wait, yeah, yeah. What? A miniature. An- did you say anime no, glove? No, anime glove. Is it an anime glove? He's got the. No. He got. He got anime gloves. No, no, I'm sorry. He got. <laughs> he got Japanese women on his gloves. You got Godzilla no. on your right. anime I'm, glove. You got no, no, anime. MMA. Anime. I see. Uh, he said MMA. He meant MMA. Yeah. Take him out. Dragon Ball Z. Listen, listen. We're not going to be fighting anybody unless Dan Hughes shows up here, and I would Maybe fight he him. Will. I fight him. Just why do he... you want to fight Dan? Dan? I don't loves want. Us. I don't want to fight Dan. Well, but if he wanted to fight me, I would fight him. But you're presuming. You're presuming he wants to fight. Why would he travel all the way from? Norchester, England, over to you here. You said he asked where you live. He's wanting to find out where I live Why? because he wants to come visit. Didn't let him come visit. He loves me. We he, podca- he's so my he may want to show up to throw hands. He's my podcast. You know how the British are. Last time they throw up here, showed up here, they tried to tell us we couldn't have freedom. And such. And, and we they had try to, to give tea. us tea. I know about history. That's why you got to throw hands every once in a while. They spell color with a U. But Dan's my bro, my podcast bro. He doesn't he know you. He still throw hands with Even though bro. he spells He's it. He's always inviting me over to his home. Well, you should show up. And you should punch your brother. <laughs> well, why would I do that? The established dominance. I don't hit. I know. You You don't slap. How, wait, how tall is he? I slap. slap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No. I Bubba's don't strike. Text, I prefer not to strike anyone. Bubba's texting me. Bubba's always. Tough. I would like to strike someone. But why? That's you shouldn't, Enrique. Just that's in the case. problem with the world today. The world is striking everyone and against themselves, and stop the striking because they're not disciplined enough. SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> we need movies next year. 
What? SAG-AFTRA? Sorry, yeah. I made a pun. That Sorry. Was, that was not a great pun. Well, SAG-AFTRA is who's striking? The string actors, str- Screen Actors Writing Guild. That is such a good pun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed it. Uh, Bubba texted me at the wrong time. Speaking of art, which would have been great to do this hard merge a little bit ago when we were talking about art, because we were going to do a review of Simon's game, Classic Art, by Reiner Knizia, which is a game that I purchased at a friendly game store, and not a local game store, one that's 150 miles away from me. And when I got it, there was no rule book in it. And I sent Simon an email and said, hey, there's no rule book in this, and I like paper. And they said, take it back to your local board game. And I was like, I'm not taking it back because I have to drive. So I'll just download the PDF. So now I have a... I don't have the... I have a poof. What does a PDF stand for? Personal data file. I do not know if that's what that means. Google that, Enrique. Producer. Producer. I just threw that out there. Sounds good. It sounded right. It sounds right. But you know what's dangerous about sounding right? Is that it doesn't necessarily mean portable document format. You were close. <laughs> Samsonite. I was way off. Uh, <laughs> can I say something for a second? Oh, that's a good My one. poor son. That's a good one. Jack's daddy. I've got him telling this joke that every time somebody said, uh, uh, this is going to come back to get me. Every time. Okay. Every time something is said around our house, uh-huh. Jack thinks it's funny now to say that word and say, I hardly know her. <laughs> no. yeah. Where did he get that from? I don't know. Maybe I told him Jerry, it's funny. I laugh wow. So he'll be like, he'll be like, just say something. Say something right now. Just say a line. I, I, it's time to go to bed. Go to bed. Uh, no, something else. What was the term he says? Term I hardly know her. <laughs> okay, See, that's that just go. that. He'll right. just he'll just say a word from right. your I sentence, and I hardly know her. Okay. And I laugh every time he does it, so he thinks he's telling a joke, gotcha. and it's not good. Hey, no, it gets real. It can get real. Yeah, sticky yeah, situation. Sticky there. situation. <laughs> so I hardly know her. <laughs> that's that's terrible. I know. I'm your a son. I saw a thing the other day because I'm in a. Uh, uh, support I'm in group. A, like sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> I'm in a sci-fi group? fantasy book group. What? Whoa! Sorry. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! A minute. Tell me a little bit about that nerd. You're in a sci-fi fantasy group, and they posted this meme, and it was basically the same thing. But it's like, is it the book group? Yeah, but it's like, what book are you reading? You don't read the well, the wind up girl. The wind-up girl? Okay, continue. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, so they're like, tell us the opening line of any book. <laughs> but then, I can't ex- exactly remember the phrase, but it was like, basically, but then add, but that was before the dragons came. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was quite humorous. I thought so. And the wind-up girl is a biopunk science fiction I love novel. some punk. What's biopunk? I know, I know cyberpunk. I know it's basically cyberpunk steampunk. Bio- I know that it's not the steampunk because it's not old, like you know, blimps and stuff. I think it might be bio. I don't know. I've never heard that term in my life. What, what, I'm assuming it might be biopunk because it's like global warming and biotechnology. Right there, you go. Because like, there's no food, and everything they produce is engineered food. And this guy's looking for food that his. Er- it won the Nebula Award and the Hugo Award in 2010. I, it's it's a legit book, really. But David Allen said it's basically 
kind of a hard read. Who's David Allen? He's in our Discord. Oh, that he's David on Allen. our Facebook. Oh, that David Allen. Yes. So he says it's a hard read. He said it was difficult. Why does he says it's a hard read? I don't know why, but there's lots of like apparently like he goes di- endures difficult times. That's me. I'm a difficult man. I endure difficult times. I should read the Wind Up Girl. I'll check it out. I will. Thank you for this. Okay. Is there a reason why you interrupted me to tell me about your weird cyberpunk? We started something, and then you said something, and then I said something, and then we got off track. That's this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Garrulous. So, classic art by Reiner Knizia. Who C-Mon. did the art on that? This classic artist. <laughs> it's literally. It, do you do you realize it's lit? Are you asking me? Is he screenshotting pics of art of classic art? Is that AI generated? I can't help. I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> All right, I'm not saying this. Uh, give me a second. Do you know what this picture is? Do you have you seen this? That's the Mona Lisa. Oh my god. Obviously. Listen, okay. So, um, so yes, it has pictures of classic artwork for which they have just clipped and various clip sculptures. Art. It's not clip art. I'm saying it's actual. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get through the explanation of this game. So classic art, as everybody knows. Everybody knows that our dear friend, whose name leads me right now, is it's his favorite game, Modern Art. Is it his favorite game? That was. Ben? Ben? Is it his favorite game? Benjamin Maddox? Because I love... Presently, it's through the ages. Okay. Well, Modern Art is a great game. Modern Art's in his top ten, I believe. And it's in my top ten. It used to be. I can't remember. we got to redo our top ten. Put that on the schedule. Oh, sure. We'll do it before BGG. Sure, let's go it up. Well, calm yourself. (laughs) If you'd come to BGG, we'd have time to do it. I'll do it with. I'll do it. I wonder. Everything's my fault. I wonder if Chad's coming to BGG. No, me and Chad will do. No, he, he's a spring guy like he me. He knows I'm coming, so he might come. He's with a me. spring guy like me. Chad, come to BGG. He'll come to BGG. So, classic art is a rework, not a reworking. It's a different game completely prequel, from saying. modern art. Let's say it's a prequel because it does take away a certain mechanic, which interestingly enough is the main mechanic from modern art, which is the bidding. There is no bidding in classic art. In classic art, all you're doing is playing from a hand that you are dealt of various cards that match one of five different elements out there on the game. And what you're doing is placing out two cards, and then you can, if you like, make a prediction of how many of those cards will be played and there at the end of the round. Whether it'll be less than four, more than five, more than six, more than seven, less than one, whatever it might be. And those predictions will give you prestige points, which are basically, essentially, the victory points of the game. I like this game because it's super simple. Two to five players plays in 30 minutes, and all you're doing is playing two cards. Those cards either go out to those various sections, or they may have a card that takes away art from a various section. Super simple. Very easy. Quick to teach. Don't like the actual color palette. I won't say the art. The art's great, but the color palette, they, they, mm. they've chosen not the hues. Hughes Jackman. No, the Hugh Hefmans. Hugh Hefner. You are really hard. <laughs> Hugh Hefners of the world. Earthy Hughes. Earthy Hughes. Because I can't the tell. Gray, the gray, the, the green, and the purple the, they're, that's are not hard green. to differentiate. That's teal. Exactly. Teal. Make it green. Make it gray. That's a bluish green. And the yellow is more of a mustard. Yes. And the red's not a scarlet red. It's like a lighter red. Is that what's a light red? Like a light red? Like chartreuse? Is that red? Fuchsia? Fuchsia. That sounds that's the one I'm looking for. Rose? 
No, rose is darker. And a rose with so many thorns. There's a poem that I'm trying to quote that I can't remember. Every rose has a thorn. But that's just not a poem. Every night has its dawn. That's not a, that's a song. Yeah. But that's not a poem. A rose by any other name. No, not that rose. Jack Dawson's rose. No, that's what she I mean. Shoved him off the door. It's like, goodbye, Rose. I love you. That the, wasn't sung by the doors. The door was big enough. They did the intro to Apocalypse Now. In their way, classic art is an excellent card game that kind of disguises itself as a board game, for which I was shocked by how much I liked it. I was shocked by how much I liked it. So after getting over the Simon's response of just take this game back to your friendly local board game shop and swap it out, which it's not local. I'm not driving back there. I I download the PDS, the personal digital folder, and read the rules myself. And now having to play this game, which I thought was kind of going to be a drag because it was just play two cards and maybe make a prediction of mm-hmm. what's going to happen at the end. This game is, this game slaps like Gobby. This game has layers. It does. And what I like liked about onion. this is that Reiner does exactly what he always does. He takes a simple concept and puts a twist on it. Several so, twists on this game. So this game is, of course, play two cards. But out of the deck, all these cards fit one of the five different categories, but some of these cards take cards away from that category, which is a neat little twist. Nice little twist. And that does make it, that makes, that's the first little twist. The next little twist is at the end of the round, Second twist. when you have three cards left, you ditch one card and you're forced to play the other two. And all the players play them simultaneously. So that last round is kind of like a surprise where you get to screw over the other players. So real quick, you're saying the rounds, you get 11 cards, no, that's just 11 cards with three, three players. Okay, well, with does it change with yes, each level? Yes, yes. From with two each. to five? Yes. So from two, it's one set, yes, three, as I four, said, yes. five? No, 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 no. Uh, yes, with each different amount of players, you get different amount okay. of cards. Is the amount of rounds the same, though, I wonder? If you had different amount of cards. You don't know. Maybe with less players, you get to play more cards each round, like three, instead of no, two. No, it's the same. You only ever get to play two cards yes, per round. Yes, you're making this way more complicated. I'm just asking. I'm not making it complicated. I'm asking a question because we played a three-player game. Yes, you play two I'm cards. I'm trying to determine how many rounds there were. It because doesn't in, matter. In, in a- Nobody cares. <laughs> you walked right into it. You walked right <laughs> into it. I didn't walk it. into it. You did. I know. I expect it. I know you don't walk. I run. Brother, so in a three-player game, you get 11 cards. Eight. You get It doesn't two, matter. Nobody matters. Two. It doesn't matter. No, then three. <laughs> <laughs> what are so you doing? So it's like five rounds again. It's five rounds. But that's just, it doesn't matter. Why does it care? Well, it's four rounds. Why does it care? Why do you care? Why does it care? Why does it, it does care? It does not, unless it's I AI. It doesn't. Self-aware. So why are you And it's a- like, ooh, I care. So why are you asking this? i start generating my own art. So why are you asking? <laughs> you, you don't generate art. You generate content. I generate farts. You generate content. It's right there. It's right there. I'm sorry, that's lowbrow. Classic fart. <laughs> that could be your first. That could be your first board game. You could do what you could do. You could make every. You could just redo every Ryder Canizia game and just make a classic fart, modern fart, and it'd just be the same, same dull. All right, stay on board. I'll stay on board. And just do the same artwork, just random artwork. Uh, we've reached the bottom. <laughs> 
That's your tagline. AI art. Uh, okay. This game presents itself uh, is very simple. Like Jerry said, very straightforward. Do you want to end your whatever you're. You, you went through. I it. don't know. I don't forgot. I know because you went through this whole line. Right, of right, shut up. Cares. We're not talking about that right now. I know, but did, what was nobody the cares. Nobody cares. All right. So exactly. The, th- the thing about classic art is classic fart. <laughs> that's my joke. It presents itself as very Why are you simple, laughing at your which own it joke? is. I love my own jokes. The thing that Reiner about Reiner Knizia, great designer, by the way. He's a good designer. fantastic He's a designer. Good designer. Yeah. I like games, and I've said this before, especially with Royals. I like games. That have progressiveness to them. The way this game starts off is not the way it ends. Because the scoring in this game is what makes it really interesting. Because you have to pass this threshold before your score even counts. And once you pass that threshold, you're good to go. If you don't pass the threshold, your score does not count. Hold on to your butts. So. What show was that? Oh, God. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> I set you up. I set you up. Coming and going. And you asked me, it's not going to work, whatever that quote was from Pretty Woman earlier. That Like, how am I supposed to know that? Nobody watched Pretty Woman. Oh, no, you idiot. I didn't watch You're Pretty Woman. really showing your tail right now. Who cares about Pretty Woman? Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. That's the only thing that was about that show. <laughs> Remember when they used to make movies so that they could sell CDs? Yes. Like, wicka, wicka, wow. Can't Buy Me Love. Wicka, wow. Wicka, the wow, Beatles wow. shot up wicka, with... Uh, wicka, when wow, he, wow, West. Can't Buy Me Love. I'm talking about Will Smith. Who cares about the Beatles? They ain't done nothing in years. <laughs> talking about Will Smith. He still slaps. <laughs> I thought that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. That joke's fun. Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> Why joke. aren't you laughing? I am laughing. Oh, he Black side. You no, didn't... He- ch- because he doesn't get it. He, he didn't watch the Oscars. He don't no, even know what I, you're talking about no, right now. I know now. what he's talking about. You do? Yes. Who did he slap? No, don't. No, wait, no. Who did he slap? Chris Rock. Mm, okay, Chris Rock. okay, okay. Will Smith's wife? Uh, Jada. Look at you. What's her last I'm- name? <laughs> Summit. <laughs> What's your last name? Smith. Okay, you know what, okay. Enrique? I'm it, impressed. I really didn't think you would know. Like honestly, I did not think you would know. It's hyphened, by the way. <laughs> okay, I've lost track of everything I was saying, but, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because classic art is a classic game. Um, very it appears simple. very simple. It is simple. We went into it, and on like twenty, I, it, I, I know fifteen to twenty minutes in, we were like one step from ending the game. Correct. We were at the end game. But we did not end it because it, we did not pass this certain barrier. And it kept going and going and going. We were at end game part one. And the game <laughs> evolved. But then we went to end game part two. This game has an evolution to it that I really appreciate, especially scoring wise. Which was a marvel. Exactly. So what did you think, Enrique? I like You won it. I won it. Which we were Out of shocked. 10, what do you give this? Hmm. Always enjoy Enrique's out of tens. I wouldn't say it'd be a, like a ten off the bat because that's an icky. I would say about an eight. Shut up, an eight, an eight at least. That's a simple game for an eight, but it's still good. Yeah, classic art or high society. Ooh, ooh. Well, first off, that's a bidding game. I like the prediction. I'm just saying. Game. I present both of them to you. Which do you want to say you want to play? 
Uh, probably classic art. You're out of your freaking I mean, mind. Freaky, freaking if, if, mind. If I want prediction, no. I'm prediction. Prob- no I like- breathing. Nope. Well, Can't <laughs> prediction. <gasps> no planning. <laughs> no, I like. I like. Well, it's a good question. But one, the only reason that they're just I, they're just artwork games. Here's the thing for me. Okay. And I said this while we were playing this game. This game was very good. Don't get me wrong. This game was very good. And for a sh- relatively short game. High Society. Classic Heart. I'm talking about Classic Heart. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm saying For me, I'm, High Society is, better. is the Reiner Knitz. For me, Reiner, the High Society, uh, you disagree, but to me, it's the pinnacle of Reiner Knitzia. Yeah, because it's modern art in terms of bidding. Modern art is... Yes, it's it, they're both right up there together. High society edges it out specifically for me so due to excitement. I love the bidding and the whole angst in high society of Let me back this up. You're you're comparing high society and classic art because they're simplicity. Correct. Okay, there you go. Okay, I understand you now. Yes. So still high society. I mean, if I'm gonna break out two games real quick with a group of three to five people. I would choose high society and we would all be laughing and hooting and hollering and having a, a better time to, for me. Classic art is more of a gamer's game though. I think because Indeed. it does have a, because it's got a lot more. That's why I'm talking about the levels and the layers and the evolution of the game specifically with that scoring mechanism. It does. Reiner knows how to put the twist on the score. And when you put those cards out, you can add to a deck or you can subtract from a deck. And, that is and that's so, absolutely these little things he adds to these games where he you can add to the what do you call that gallery? What is okay, that? Okay, so what 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 Gobby's referring to about the scoring. So essentially there's five different types of artwork that you're trying to gain prestige on. And it's from zero to ten is the scoring track. And so when you begin the game, naturally, as you're making predictions, because that's one of the optional moves that you can make, you lay down two cards, you make a prediction, how many cards are going to be in this particular gallery? Less than four, less than three, or more than five, more than six, whatever it might be, you score X amount of prestige points. The more certain that you are, the more points that you can score because you can say, I'm just going to put one prediction token here, or I can put two, which is going to double my score. Or if you're feeling salty, you can put down a high stakes token at the very beginning of the round and do times three. The problem is if you don't get that prediction right, you don't get those tokens back unless you get down to having just one token less at the end of the round than you get all your tokens back. So essentially... Being able to manage your scoring tokens, I guess we can call them your prediction tokens, make a big difference. That's one of the hooks in the game, plus the actual scoring. As you run up these tracks, you can only score 10 points. After you hit 10, you don't care anymore. If you happen to get all the way up the track, you're just done with that. You don't worry about it, which was a flaw in the game, I thought, at the beginning. But no, actually, that adds another layer because... Everything above five scores. Everything below five prestige points does not. And so the game ends as soon as all the tracks have somebody above five prestige points. Again, another smart move under the design. So Reiner just has these ways of taking a very basic, simple game and putting these little twists on it that make it amazing. And classic art from Simon Games is one of those. A two to five player, 30 minute game that I am... It's going in the collection. It's another one I love, and it's a very, very simple game to teach. Even if you, all you have is the PDF, 
the probable data file to teach it off of. It's very clear and very concise and a well done job, Reiner. PDF parameters defined. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. We've talked a long time about art. Please send us and farts. Please send us an email at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Personal, Personal deep faults, as the British say. Faults? Faults. Faults? Personal deep faults. Faults? They have faults. Does Dan Hughes have deep faults? I'm telling you, if he shows up at your house, I'm fighting. I'll fight him for you. You can fight him for me. I'll give him a hug. Would you fight him, though, if he wanted to fight? No, I don't fight. So if he demanded to fight you, if he challenged Unless you to a, with words. to a duel. No. You wouldn't? What sort of duel? I'll take Gobby's place. What You're going to be duel? his second? I'll be My his proxy. Second. Your proxy? <laughs> I, I don't have an issue with that. <laughs> if you want to die in my stead. That's fine. What kind me. of duel? Oh, <laughs> yes, what kind of duel? I don't know. Just a regular fashion duel. What do, kind of duels do they have in, in England? Uh, would fencing be one of them? I can build a fence real fast. <laughs> he doesn't know how to sword fight. I can take a fence very quickly. I know. <laughs> At nothing. How dare you? <laughs> but no, you could fight him. I don't think you could take Dan. I'd probably not win, but I'm still going to fight him. But wh- why are you so eager to fight? That concerns me. Don't know. Because that's you know, Enrique, let me punch you in that nose one time, make it bleed, you cry. You will not want to fight anyone. Enrique took his played, glasses off. Have you ever played Enrique tetherball? Enrique took his glasses off. Did you just say tetherball? Have you ever played tetherball? Is this the second grade? <laughs> have you ever played tetherball? Is that the ball always, that's tethered to the pole? I'm yes. asking Enrique. I actually have one. You remember like that just big white pole? Uh, pole that's that was your backyard? old tetherball? Yeah. You had a tetherball? Yeah. <laughs> pole? Yes. My God. Okay. So, here. I remember several times in middle school, a strong serve from the opposing player hitting me right in the face and it hurt real bad. And I'm like, if this is anything like being punched in the nose, I'm out. I am out. We got to end this episode. This is (laughs) stupid. This is beyond stupid. Okay. Or as the British say, Teferball. (laughs) Teferball. That's probably like a night they think they're going to a dance. <laughs> going to the table ball. This is Jerry. This is Gabby. This is- Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. <laughs>